Welcome to Two Chicks, Three Seats, the podcast that takes a look at the hospitality industry's hottest topics. Two Chicks, Three Seats is hosted by Kate Kennedy and Rachel Calkins and is brought to you by Triple Seat, the industry leader in event management software. Find out more about Triple Seat at TripleSeat.com. Welcome back to Two Chicks, Three Seats, episode 12. We're calling this episode Dining Out Post-Quarantine, A Customer Perspective. And this week, we're going to be talking, Kate and I, about how we have felt as we've dined in restaurants with the fact that they're opening now and we can go inside or actually outdoor dining for restaurants um, and just how we felt as a customer going through these experiences um, in the new normal with the safety protocols and social distancing and just everything going on right now. Um, We wanted to tell about how we felt about it, what we've seen, what we've liked, what we haven't liked, et cetera, et cetera. Um, So I feel like this could be an interesting episode for anyone who's has been dining out because they may be feeling the same way or for people who are in the restaurant industry and just to hear from customers, um, and how they have been feeling as they've gone back out to the dining scene. Yes, for sure. And also people who may be a little bit skeptical about going back out into restaurants, like maybe we can make you feel better about it or not. I don't know. <laughs> I think we'll make you feel better about it. Um, D- depending on whose experience so yeah. you listen to and which story you take. True, true. Because I have some good ones, but I also have some bad um, experiences. But the good definitely way out the bad. For sure. And I've dined out probably 10 times now. So um, obviously it didn't sway me to not go back. <laughs> you're, you're an expert. But, uh, oh, yeah. Um, well, I live in New Hampshire and outdoor dining opened in New Hampshire um, a while ago, like three weeks ago, four weeks, about a month ago now. And now actually starting today or yesterday, rather, restaurants can um, open for in-house dining, like inside the restaurant. So that's happening across the state now. It's not all happening at once. I think a lot of places are really enjoying the outdoor aspect of it and not quite ready to open their doors like inside yet. Um, so I think it's going to be a little bit of a slow reentry into the in, inside inside dining. But um, but yeah, it's happening. So that's good news for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if I if I sound I do want to take like a little moment to say a note here. If I sound different. Um, it's because, or if Rachel sounds fantastic and I sound horrible. Um, <laughs> per usual. <laughs> just, just kidding. Just kidding. We're trying um, something new today because Rachel is actually back in our HQ office in Concord, Mass. And I'm still at home. Um, so she's using our equipment, our podcast equipment. And um, she called me on the phone. So that's why it sounds like this. And um, hopefully I'll be back in the office soon. But... It's just taking a little longer for me because my husband's a nurse and I didn't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable because he does deal with COVID patients like on the regular. So, um, so yeah, so I'm home and Rachel's in the office. So you can, yeah, you can enjoy my voice and you can enjoy Kate's (laughs) voice just like 50% less than you can like my voice. Yeah, it's like like half as good as Rachel's voice sounds. She keep she'll keep trying, but I mean she just won't get here. But it's okay. She doesn't have the, the help of the road, the amazing road podcast equipment that I have right in front of me. Mm-hmm. You know, damn my husband for trying to help people, putting me in a bad spot. 
so selfish of him being a nurse. So selfish. God, couldn't he have done something else? Like right? Not sure. not nursing. Not nursing. Not nurse. Not a frontline worker. God. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So we should jump right into it. Do you want to? Do you want to kick us off? off? Oh, I mean, I can sure. I'll kick it off. Um, so I, like I said, I've been, I've probably been out to eat about ten times. Um, half of those times were actual sit-down restaurants, make a reservation like server the whole nine yards the other half were more like pick up your food inside but you can sit at a table outside um and you know they did bring our drinks out or whatever but it was more of a cafe setting Mm -hmm. so um i did i've definitely seen a lot of fantastic things um i'm not going to name specific restaurants but i've been to a restaurant in a couple restaurants in portsmouth um new hampshire also in Hampton, New Hampshire. Um, also Exeter, New Hampshire. So I've been around this area. Um, and most, I'd say 90% were like fantastic experiences. Like, the, you know, everyone was wearing masks. Um, the people waiting, you know, to get, to get to their tables because it was outdoor dining were waiting six feet apart, wearing masks as they wait. Obviously, at your table, you can take your mask off, but everyone, all the patrons seem to respect, like, if you get up to go to the bathroom, you put your mask back on. Um, the tables are being wiped down. We have a, she's almost one years old, my daughter, and she sits in a high chair, obviously, and every everywhere we've went, they've, like, I've watched them wipe the high chair down with antibacterial wipes. Um, oh, good. That's good. Yeah. Like, you know, like more than I would even imagine they would. Um, tables that I've seen being wiped down. Um, the So most places, the menus were paper, and I saw them throw them out when we were done with them. Okay. Um, also, plastic glasses at most places. Um, there was one specific eating out, and it was the first time we did it. So this is the first time we went out to dinner. Um, and I won't say where, but the hostess wasn't wearing a mask first of all, which was weird to me. Um, the menus were their regular menus, and I didn't see anyone wiping them down. Um, the glassware was glass, like glassware glass, and um, they weren't requiring, like, customers to wear masks anywhere. Like, not when you walk to your table, like, nowhere. Um, now, this was, like, literally the first, like, we went out to dinner the day after restaurants opened, so it was immediate. So I don't know if maybe things have changed at this specific restaurant. Um, but that was a little unnerving. And, and at first I was like, cause we had both children with us. So I was like, well, I, I don't know. Now I don't know if I want to go back out, you know, mm-hmm. but then I realized, you know, then I realized like, it's almost like that soft opening of a restaurant and you're really excited. There's a new restaurant in your neighborhood and you go out and like, it's a shit show because they just, op- I mean, it's going to be a shit show because it's brand new. No one really knows what they're supposed to be doing. And you know, no one's made the food. Like, the chef hasn't made the food before. The bartenders haven't made the drinks before. It's like, and it's way busier than it's probably they're they're gonna be used to. So of course it's a shit show. You always have to give it some time, right? With new restaurants. So I almost felt like this was like a new restaurant, like we're reopening. Yeah. And and so I was like, let's wait a week and let's go back out. We didn't go to the same place. Um, we went to a similar restaurant and it was fantastic. Um, and they had they threw away the menus after. I haven't used the QR code yet for menus. Um, it's always been paper. And the servers were wearing masks. Everything was plastic. Um, they wiped everything down. They had outdoor seating for you to wait to 
to sit in your outdoor seating that you're going to eat dinner in, which I thought was genius. So you are making more money for the restaurant because you sit in an outdoor table that's six feet apart from all the other tables. And then a server comes out and you order drinks to the server while you're waiting. And then they move you to an area where people are actually dining and you can order food. Oh, smart. Uh, That's so smart. So smart. Um, And a lot of towns around here are shutting down their streets to allow for more outdoor dining. I know Massachusetts has done that as well. Um, So, yeah, it it was in in almost every act. We had to wait every time. Um, One place that I went specifically, and I actually went with, John O and his wife, the CEO of Triple C and his wife, we went to a place in Portsmouth and they, um, you had to make a reservation beforehand um, to even walk into the restaurant. So um, it was a nice, I think it was a nicer place than like all the other ones we've taken our kids to, obviously. So maybe that's why, but that worked really well. It was cheap. Like we waited outside, they called us, we walked in, they took our order before we sat down, we sat down. And then if we needed anything, we flipped this like uh, tabletop. Um, tent over so the server knew that we needed something so she oh. came over and approached us we ordered so she didn't have to come over to us if we weren't we didn't need her to so it was putting like her, she was less at risk we were less at risk um, so that I think that that went probably the smoothest out of any experience but also we didn't have our kids with us so of course it's smoother <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's actually such yeah. a smart idea the the having the, like th- something to turn over on the table when you need them. So it's only coming over when the service is needed and not like the extra times that a waiter or waitress might do just to be, um, good customer service, but yeah, to avoid any contact yeah. that wasn't needed. Right. And, and you know, it goes both ways because I think servers are a little anxious about approaching tables so often. So I feel like this was great because they only had to come over when we needed them, mm-hmm. but it also stopped them from just not coming over at all and us wanting something and not getting it. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause we also had experiences where we never saw our server again until she dropped the tech. And my husband was like, well, I wanted another beer, you know? So yeah. it's like, and we get it. Like we're not, you know, we would, we're not going to say anything ill about the restaurant, but it's like, it's just, you know, it was a great way to like maintain that distance, but still give great service. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I thought it, I thought it was really smart. But how is Massachusetts? Because I've only been out to eat in New Hampshire, so yeah, <laughs> that's all I got. So we just started outdoor dining last Monday, um, June eighth, and I went out on the Wednesday of that week. Um, I'm going out to dinner again tonight, but. For last Wednesday, I was out in a suburb of Boston, so it wasn't like I was in the big city, um, like with bustling everything and busy streets and stuff. Um, So I was in the suburbs. Um, I went to this restaurant. It had a huge outdoor um, back deck. So they had a bunch of tables out there. Everything was spread out, um, maybe like 15-ish tables. Um, they had, I did use a QR code for the menu. So I was, I was with a group of six, there were six of us in total. Um, so we kind of had a larger, a larger group, but we had, we got seated. There was nothing on the table. Like they took out, like took away ketchups and salt and pepper shakers. Nothing like that was on the table, um, which like could be expected. Um, and then to look at the menu, we used the QR code, which they had. So the table was kind of like on the side, um, like along the end of the deck, and then mm-hmm. you could take a picture on the phone of a, the QR code. At the time, my phone was broken. So, so luckily, my, <laughs> my friend had a phone because I was like, I tried to scan it. And I was like, wait, I literally can't see anything on my screen. So that's definitely a downfall. I mean, you said that I think it's good to have the paper menus on hand, especially if someone doesn't have an iPhone, which obviously is rare. But we do have people that don't have iPhones or Androids that can't do that. Um, right. But I used that. 
which was good. They also, ha- like, right below it, they had a little thing, um, a little note that said one and a half hour time limit that you could stay okay. for. And it didn't affect us because we were we were there on a Wednesday night, and it was really busy, but we were kind of there during the peak hours, so we were eating and drinking, and by the time we were done, it was kind of, it had been over an hour and a half, but it wasn't like we, they needed us to leave to turn over tables. And we were still, right. we had a hefty tab at the end, us, you know, young, sure age, you <laughs> young age drinkers waiting to go out. Um, but we, when she was checking our IDs, we held up the IDs and she didn't hold the licenses, um, right. which is something I noticed because she, so she didn't have to touch it. Everyone was wearing, all the staff were wearing masks. Um, everyone, I mean, so people would walk in wearing masks, but then obviously take them off of the tables. But then no, they weren't. Like I would, I did when I went to the bathroom wear a mask, but some people weren't. So they didn't require that, which was, I was going to ask you when you were there, did you see them saying anything to customers who didn't have masks or could some customers, like when they got up from the table, was it okay if they weren't wearing a mask or did someone ever um, jump in and say, you have to put that back on from what you saw? Yeah, the one restaurant in Portsmouth, we went to a few restaurants in Portsmouth. The one that we went to that we had to make a reservation prior to, there were signs everywhere that was like, when you get up from your table, you need to put your mask on immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, But all the other ones I went to didn't require it. I did because I felt like it made other people feel more comfortable. Um, So I did. But, you know, being in New Hampshire, I think it's a little different because I'm actually surprised that they didn't require you at that restaurant because I do know in math, you guys, I, I don't know if you still are, but you were were required to wear them like outside, right? Yeah. Like anytime you're anywhere. Right. So, um, but in New Hampshire, that's not the case. Um, so I, you know, I think that they probably couldn't enforce it. Um, but I even made my son, who's five, put his on when he walked to the bathroom. So I just didn't want to make anyone else feel uncomfortable. So that's why I did it. But I did notice that a lot of people weren't doing that except for the restaurant in Portsmouth where literally there were signs everywhere that was like if you need to get up to use the bathroom that's fine but put your mask back on immediately and when you're exiting the restaurant please put your mask back on so yeah yeah. I think the signage is really important as well if if you expect people to do that you should you should let them know beforehand when they you know right when you get there and also have signs everywhere so people know what they're supposed to do and I feel like in order if you have the signage everywhere then you and you see someone who's not following it then you really have to speak up and like say you excuse me I'm sorry but you're gonna have to put the mask on um I mean yes in Massachusetts it has been required so you can't enter a store without having the mask like I've whenever like at gas stations you'll see on the side um, or like Dunkin Donuts or whatever um to you have mask is required upon entry so I feel like if yeah I don't know if maybe this restaurant that I was at like they were just a little bit more lenient um or they just like weren't the staff like they were kind of it was a young staff like the girl our waitress um so maybe she would have been I mean we were wearing masks but I mean some of the guys weren't the whole time but I mean, yeah, we were doing the best we could, and we did we did w- um, well. But there were definitely people walking around going to and from places like the bathroom that weren't wearing masks. Right. And I think, you know, I think it's important as the venue to, if, if you are expecting people to do certain things, you need to call it out. Because I think everyone's in the same boat where we don't know what's right and wrong right now. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, I don't, like, I, I don't know. Like, should I... Could I myself be wiping down like the sides of the chairs for my kids before they sit in them? You know what I mean? Like as a mom, I don't know. Like yeah. we're also very, my husband and I are also very, you know, we're not, I think maybe because he works in the medical field, we are more lenient with things because 
you know, I think I, it's, it's a tough, I don't want to talk too much on the topic because it's a tough topic and every, and everyone has their own issues and underlining, you know, um, medical issues or whatever it is. Um, but I think because my husband works in the medical field and he sees the data and he sees, you know, he sees the patients and he deals with them and, and everything that, that he's taught me to be a little less, like, you need to calm down a little bit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's not like, like that sort of thing. Like, and, and yes, we have to be careful for certain people, but you know, you don't, you, can't, you don't need to wipe down like every, every time maybe touches something, you don't need to wipe your hands down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? So, I know. um, yeah, but it is, it's like those, like, it's almost like we're as customers, we're looking for them to tell us what to do. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm like, what can I do? What can I do? I don't know. Cause half the stores I enter in New Hampshire, there's no, no, nothing. They're not counting the people walking in. Like the people working there are wearing masks, but half the people, customers aren't. And then I walk, like I went to HomeSense probably seven times since they opened. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, um, and uh, like there's signs everywhere, like, and they're counting the amount of people. There's arrows to tell you which way to walk. You have to wear a mask when you're in there. Um, and you can't shop with more than one other person. So, you know, it's, I just feel like it's so different everywhere that if you expect something, just lay it out so that people yeah. know. And I think people will follow. And if you don't follow them, then tell them to leave. You know, mm-hmm. it's one customer. I know. It, but it's tough because they haven't been open for so long that you want to welcome in anyone you can. Um, but you also don't want to backfire because, you know, it's, it, there are places, it not, I've, I haven't heard of any locally, but um, in Atlanta, I heard of a few restaurants that have had patients test positive for, um, patients, um, uh, customers, customers test positive for COVID and they had to shut down for two weeks. And, but that's, <sighs> You know, so you have to, you just have to be careful and, um, and, and just make sure that, you know, you're doing your best to keep your staff safe and your customers safe. Yeah, definitely. And I I think what you said before, how as customers were looking for the restaurant to kind of give us a lead on how they're handling everything and like what their protocols are. Um, And so I think I applaud like the restaurants that are doing a good job showing the signage and like speaking out when people aren't following what they should be doing just in the benefit of the rest of the diners that are there. Um, But also at the same time, I do know like from our social hours, we've talked to some of our customers and saying how it can be uncomfortable sometimes and challenging if you're having to talk to like your customer who's not listening and not following the rules. And sometimes it can be uncomfortable if like, or even like within your staff, it sometimes can, sometimes can be an awkward conversation. Like if the, the waiter doesn't have his mask all the way covering his nose and it's like a little below, then like, it's obviously not doing the same purpose that it would be if it was worn correctly, but you just kind of have to do, do what you need to, to make sure that everyone's following the safety protocols, because at the end of the day, it is your venue. So if it takes, if it takes having that uncomfortable conversation with the customer, then like, you just have to do it. Absolutely. I agree. And look, I'm so excited to be able to dine in a restaurant again that I'll do whatever you tell me to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if you want me to, like, cover my whole body in, like, um, you know, like a like a poncho <laughs> and wear gloves, and I love your food and drinks enough, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll do it. So, like, whatever, I just think that, like, the, the majority of people are just so happy to be able to go out again mm-hmm. that they'll do what you want them to do. Um, I know. I agree. And and, yeah. I, and like when in my one my one experience last week um going out the service was definitely a little bit slower than normal because first of all it was packed and second of all just obviously all the protocols that are happening behind the scenes that 
like we know about, but just some people who aren't as familiar with the industry may not know as well. But it, I have just like in my head, I'm like, I know they must be like, it's craziness back there in the kitchen and everyone's trying to stay safe. And the bartenders, you know, it's just not how it normally is and the ease right. and quickness. So I'm just like, you know, it's fine. We're, we're chilling. We're, we'll have our drink. We'll get our food when it comes. It's not a rush. It was, it's a beautiful yeah. night. Um, but just as a customer being understanding of the situation that the restaurant and all the employees are in and just knowing that in the back of your head that it's not easy as, um, you know, it's, it's a little challenging. And that's the thing. You're totally right. And it's not going to be, it's not going to be what you were used to before the pandemic. It's not going to be that for a long time, if ever, you know what I mean? So just, yeah, be nice. Like you don't have to be a jerk. Like, <laughs> like understand that these people not only have been out of work for an extended period of time um, and, and have probably suffered in other ways because of this, like they're just trying to do their job, but do it safely. So mm-hmm. let them and be conscious of that. And, you know, like I, I've always, because I worked in the industry for so long, I've always over tipped. Like, yeah. like I think, like I'm always like, like eighteen percent to me is if I had horrible service. Like if I had the worst service in my life, I would still tip eighteen percent. Like that's bad to me. So yeah. I've been trying to like, you know, give more or even tip on things that like maybe I normally wouldn't. Like if I go to a cafe and get like a coffee and yeah. if I just bring the table myself, now I'm tipping on that because I'm like, I don't know. I just feel like they deserve more because they're they're out there risking their health as well. So mm-hmm. you know, there's so much talk about. Is it safe to go back into restaurants yet? Like, should you jump right back into it? But you have to remember that, like, the people working there have jumped right back into it. So, yeah. like, be, be, you know, mindful of yeah. their situation as well, for um, sure. So, um, so, something else that I've um, seen off of that and just tipping, there's a restaurant that's in the town next to mine, and they've basically transformed their whole parking lot into outdoor dining. So they've set up all these tables and chairs and like umbrellas and everything um, so that they have the outdoor seating because they didn't originally. So they've tried to alter that. But then because of that, since it's just the whole space is different now, the staff have to walk like double from to get from the tables to the kitchen because I think like within the building, there's like stuff upstairs. Maybe I don't know if the kitchen's upstairs or something, but it's just like double the effort for the staff. So yeah. So I don't know. I was reading something online and everyone's like, make sure if you go to this restaurant, you're tipping your servers well because they're you are literally like doing double the work that, that they normally would be to bring you your food and your drinks to your table. Just and they're just like, you know, these new processes, they're not used to either. So just make sure you're considerate. And I feel like for, yeah. the, for the most part, people are and people who want to be at the restaurants now who are like the ones jumping to it are a lot of the times us who love restaurants and like are respectful of the workers and, you know, what they have to go through. Mm-hmm. And even like, you know, it's funny because like my parents before Massachusetts opened because they live in Massachusetts, they, you know, they went out to eat and because they love going out to eat, but they're, my parents are 80, so they're older and to them, you know, they've learned because I worked in the industry for so long that like they should tip 20% if they, you know, if they had great service, like, or more, but, um, you know, 20% was a hike for them. So, <laughs> um, so like, for them, they were like, I remember my mother was like, they drove to New Hampshire, um, the New Hampshire border from Massachusetts to go out to eat before Massachusetts was open because they missed going to restaurants so much. And my mother was like telling me a story and she was like, well, I, you know, I, I'm not sure how comfortable I felt because I just don't know, like, it didn't seem like they were being that conscious about everything. Um, and also like my burger was horrible. So, but I did have 20%, don't worry. Like, <laughs> so, like, 
because I understand they just opened. I know you don't have to tell me. Like before, I could even like say anything. Aww. She was like so defensive. <laughs> She's like, don't worry, I took I took twenty percent. I know, and your father didn't want to, but I did. Oh, <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny, but it's like it, even they were like, yeah. I mean, it wasn't the best service, and you know, we didn't feel that comfortable. But like at the same time, we get it, and mm-hmm. you know, we were just happy to be sitting at a restaurant for someone to serve us food, even if it wasn't that great. So yeah, yeah. they know. <laughs> I just thought I was so. They yeah, know. they know. They were taught <laughs> or trained, I should say. <laughs> but yeah, I, mean, I just think, I just think it's it's just great to see all of these restaurants opening, and you know, and just the the I don't know, just just seeing like it makes me it puts puts a smile on my face when I drive by a restaurant and there's like every table is full outside, and I'm like, right? it makes me so happy. Yeah, it's like. I never realized like how you how much you take it for granted and you don't even think about it and I'm like this is like we walked so the other night we went to um we live very close to uh like a few towns from Hampton Beach and we walked like the boardwalk there which is super cheesy and you know it's what it is what it is but it's the kids love it and um and but every like so they, they closed down their main road so you can't drive down it anymore so the restaurants could put like outdoor dining but even most restaurants had it there but the restaurants that didn't now have now have it and the restaurants that did now have even more um but also it's awesome because you could just walk down the middle of the street you don't have to walk in the sidewalk so it's right. not crowded you stay six feet apart from each other um but every restaurant was full and but like packed like but packed safely like not packed you know in a bad way um and every and and every like outdoor area where you could wait for a table was was full of people waiting so it was like it just made me happy. I was this is so awesome. Like this just makes me so happy. I love that. <laughs> I love. And especially with the summer months now too, with the weather being so nice, everyone just wants to be outside. So right. and getting right. in and having the meal outside is just the best. And I'm I'm yeah. hoping that it goes smoothly so that phase phase three, phase three um in Massachusetts can happen like hopefully at the end of the month and then we can get indoor dining, which we don't have yet, yeah. but Hopefully that's in the near future. Yeah, take and it will take time, but then you know it'll be awesome because you won't have to wait as long for a table because there'll be more tables. Um, but there, but I hope that they continue, you know, the closing down of the streets and all those things to to because because even when their restaurants are allowed to open for in-house dining, they're still not going to be at full capacity. Mm-hmm. But if they can allow restaurants to have that more outdoor dining space. Um, with roads shut down or half, you know, or one lanes or whatever, um, then maybe they can start making the same revenue that they were making before or close to the same revenue that they were mm-hmm. making before, yeah. um, which would be great. Because like I said, like this, you know, now in New Hampshire, yesterday, I think yesterday or Monday, what is today, Tuesday? <laughs> Today's Tuesday. Wow. Um, yesterday at 11.59 p.m. on Sunday, um, the stay-at-home order in New Hampshire was lifted, and all businesses are now allowed to be open. Um, oh. So um, so everything, in, in-house dining and, you know, parks and camps and um, hotels and places to get your nails done, thank God. Um, a nail salon. So, yes. Oh, my God. Thank God. I need a pedicure so bad. Um, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> but I think. Like, but they also talked about how they're going to continue those closing down the streets because they understand that restaurants still need more tables. Um, so I really hope that that spreads and in um, other states, you know, have this reality. 
that New Hampshire does right now. And I know that our numbers are very low as far as coronavirus goes here in the state of New Hampshire, but um, but we also are smaller than a lot of states too. So yeah. um, so it's you know it's it, it, it's all relative. So I hope that um, people continue to be safe and you know the government continues to support the hospitality industry like they are now. Um, yeah. But yeah. Well, those it's are all great. Those are all good things. Um, yes. And as we're talking about good things, I feel like we should get into our ending on a high note um, yeah. as we get towards the end of this episode for the week. Um, and we're doing just one ending on a high note today that I'm going to share, but then Kate has some words to speak on it too because it's just a big thing for the industry as we're moving in the reopening and events and everything direction. So today, um, Brian, who's our VP of accounts here at Triple C, wrote in our general Slack channel to give this big announcement that our customer and neighbor in Portsmouth North, or Triple Seat North, which is our Portsmouth, off, Portsmouth New Hampshire office, um, the Martingale Wharf restaurant, they, yeah. they are starting to offer private events. Um, they have an East Lounge and a West Room for groups of 25 or less. And then for larger groups that you may want, they can accommodate you in a full restaurant buyout at their venue. So we thought that was exciting news because it just shows that events are on their way back and they're making a comeback and we're ready for it. And I mean, I feel like we've, we've been hearing this from some of our social hour customers and those conversations, which we have weekly, how they're getting some um, leads for social events, maybe like honestly coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, yeah. So some, obviously some people may be a little nervous and not want to do big events, but I, I remember one of our customers was like, I have this woman who just like, she's just kind of over everything happening. So she's just not, she's not scared. Her family's not scared. They, I think it was some family celebration that they wanted to have. And she's like, I just want to do it like 40 people, whatever it was um, that she said specifically that they could hold. Um, but I mean, people are trying, people are reaching out to venues, our customer here in Portsmouth. Like this is someone who's publicly saying that they're trying to like bring in events now. And I think everyone's kind of, I know it's, you know, we've heard from our customers how it can be difficult. Like you want to be respectful, but you still want to keep the conversations and reach out and have that relationship building for the future, yep. the future events that you may be able to bring in from that client. Um, but I mean, this is a step in the right direction and hopefully like as, as we continue to reopen and like things move better um, and hopefully like we don't have any other bad effects of the reopening process and it's only positive going forward but I mean we, like planning these events and just seeing signs of positivity and the fact that it is coming back is always a great thing yeah I totally agree and I think like it goes along the lines of like when we talked about in the last episode like summer event trends and the micro parties and because um, I do think in a lot of places, not all, but in a lot of places, um, it's probably still going to be a limit to how many, you know, people you can have in one gathering. I know here in, in Portsmouth is in New Hampshire, like we just talked about that customer. Um, I know that you can still, you can now the ban on um, social gatherings is you can't have more than 50 people in one gathering. So, I mean, I could have a party at my house now with 50 people and that would be okay, but um, in restaurants and book private events with up to 50 people, but no more than that as of right now. But I do believe by the end of the month, they're going to open that up to like a hundred or less. Oh, wow. But anyway, yeah. So, but anyway, I mean, but these micro events, like, um, you know, 
even with weddings, like doing like a smaller wedding um, and, you know, maybe having a virtual aspect to the wedding where people can watch in um, with the 50 people that you have, you know, gathered there and they can like, you know, they can be an active part of the wedding, but not be there. Uh, I also, I've also heard of a lot of places offering three day wedding events where you have like three events that are like 25 people each or 50 people each. Um, and you have like a whole, so instead of doing like a welcome brunch and then like a rehearsal dinner or like all these other things you have, your wedding is broken up into three days and Mm -hmm. then you have, so you have 150 people, but, um, I think it's kind of cool that they're offering like, so they're like, you know, you always have three events really at the wedding. You have the rehearsal dinner and you are a welcome brunch and you have like the, the post event brunch or whatever it is. And, um, now you just have like three weddings like three days in a row I feel like that's a great idea because you can still have those 150 guests but you do it over the span of three days so I love that um, that's so smart yeah but I think that that like things like that we're going to see a lot of in the year to come and um I just think it's great that like you know that we're seeing these posts by even like one customer but we're seeing them from a lot of places that they're trying to book these smaller events again um and people, I don't think most people aren't scared um, and they want to have them. And I think that in the beginning, the majority of them are going to be social events, um, but that's okay. I mean, if you're used to corporate events, like you can host social events just as well as you host in corporate, I'm sure. 